Hello, Vankas. Hello, Vankas. How's everybody fucking doing? We're here for your net for the last fucking ten of pros and cons of fucking drivers. We ended the last episode by me going on a fucking rant about how Esteban Ocon's fucking annoying, and um, <laughs> ending off strong, ten out of ten. And yeah. we're here to bring you the fucking rest of the grid. So Matt, let's start with uh, let's start with the other Alpine driver, Fernando Alonso. Uh, also, didn't come from a lot. Um, the pro okay so if you like a distant flawed powerful patriarch this is the guy for you mm -hmm. um if if vettel is bob dylan if lewis is the beatles he's kind of like the velvet underground of of drivers championships he's uh -huh. gritty he's dark He's yeah. Lou Reed. He's fucked up. Yes, he's, he's fucking Lou up. Reed. He's yeah. fucking Lou Reed. If yeah. you're like, well, my, if you want to be like, if someone goes, I love Hamilton. He's just so successful, and I love his fashion. And and someone else is like, I love Bell. He loves the environment, and you just want to go, I love Fernando Alonso because he fucks shit up. That's your vibe. <laughs> you know what I mean? If, if, yeah. if you just want to be the Dark Lord. Yes. Of the conversation, Alonzo's your man. And he's also a really good driver. He's such a good driver that he's he's pulled so much shit and he's still in the sport. It's just a testament to how great he is. So he's yeah. cons. So when you hear all his cons, they're actually pros because he's able to overcome his own douchebaggery with his driving skills <laughs> yeah um, yeah i mean yeah. It's, it's also it's, it's worth noting that like this year he has uh 13 more points than esteban ocon and esteban ocon won a fucking race this yes year. Yeah. he has more points and 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 part of the reason that he won the race is because fucking for alonso was in the fucking back taking the beach and beaches of normandy for fucking <laughs> uh, for fucking like, ocon like grandpa richie just like fuck, just like my fucking grandfather who fucking fucking was a Jew fighting the fucking Nazis. So don't come for me. <laughs> um, you, you but, know, you know, trauma is inherited. So that's be nice right. to Brian. Truly, f fully on the phone, with my sister today discussing our family trauma. <laughs> that no, but you know, you know, from somewhere. you know, you know, when you have trauma, it goes in your DNA, and you right. could pass it on. So if your grandpa saw some shit in one of those several or one concentration mm -hmm. camp that he liberated, he could have gone into his fucking genome and then sure. he could have squirted it into Glenn, which I've, <laughs> I honestly makes some sense. <laughs> it, it makes it definitely it's it's in, it's it's something's in there. Something's in there. There's a darkness <laughs> in there. Um, there's a darkness that he's. There's that a he little bit of Fernando Alonso in Glenn. There is some Fernand. There is Fernando Alonso in Glenn Muller. That is, and that's very why Brian. True. And that's why Brian likes Fernando a little bit. Well, yeah, that's why he likes and hates. Um, yes, but uh, <laughs> depending on depending on my relationship with my father this week, and we could talk shit about Glenn Muller because he is a lot like Alonso and doesn't listen to this podcast. Uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> So though he does though he does keep watching our TikToks and I see every time he watches it I see it it's like your friend and it's my dad's like TikTok account that no one follows but it's like I know when he's watching he's watching our TikToks okay um, but that's we'll put this for, uh, we'll put this on we'll put this one on for the TikTok so you can maybe have a conversation with him 
Um, uh, so the cons are, and we're going to get, uh, we're going to do a whole episode on Alonzo because he's, he's so interesting, but he's, he blackmailed McLaren. He blackmailed because Lewis was too fast, essentially. Yeah. So, I mean, if you don't know, it's like when Lewis came in to F1, um, he joined McLaren. He, he joined, joined McLaren. McLaren, and he joined, and and Alonso was top dog when he was there, and he had just won a championship. Fernando had just no. Fernando just left Ferrari in a bad situation because I mean, there's a <laughs> there's like five there's like the the five biggest scandals in Formula One, and Alonso's involved in like three of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he had just left Ferrari in like a haze of controversy. I think like that was an ugly situation. He got to McLaren. He's like, I'm gonna be top dog here. I'm going to beat the shit out of this rookie Lewis Hamilton schmuckle. Right. And right, then right. it didn't happen, obviously. Because yeah. he's, he's, he's like the greatest driver ever, arguably. Yeah. And, and Lewis almost won his first year. Lewis almost beat him his first year. And Alonzo was basically wanting team orders to go into effect. And Ron Dennis, head of McLaren, was like, no, uh, Lewis is my boy. And I've basically been like sponsoring Lewis since he was – 11 and then fernando alonso basically blackmailed he found out that um mclaren had stolen information from ferrari so he said hey you're gonna put lewis in his place or i'm going to expose you to ferrari and um basically the whole thing blew up and mclaren ended up being fined a hundred million dollars and forfeiting their their um, contention in the constructors championship, and this is what a great driver Fernando Alonso is. Is he ended up driving for them later on? <laughs> yeah, not only driving for them, like doming them too. Yeah, like completely. They were begging like, him not to retire. Yeah, they were just like, <laughs> whatever you him. say, Fernando. Whatever, whatever you say. So yeah, that's Fernando Alonso. Next up, number nine yeah. in the driver championship. I think it's. You think he should be higher, but there's a conspiracy. Uh, look into uh, Pierre Gasly. Um, yes, and uh, this is going to be really long in the pros and real non-existent with the cons because <laughs> this is full your boy. Disclo- full so, disclosure: I am yeah. gay for Gasly. Yeah. Total, so and and, and, and I think gay for Gasly. Yeah. Let's let's explore that a little bit. So why like do I you said, think? Why yeah, do you think you're yeah. so attached to Pierre Gasly? Because, like we said before, you see yourself in drivers. Like you like the drivers that you see a piece of yourself in them. Right. And Gasly is wounded. He is aggrieved. Something was taken from him. He is mm-hmm. overlooked. I guess I feel that way. I feel, you know. I guess I was. I was. <laughs> We're, this is doing. This is unpacking Matt's childhood. <laughs> I was uh, an overlooked twin. I had a um, a twin sister with uh, a disability. Um, well, she was. I don't want to say disability. She has autism, and she was a challenge growing up. And my sister, you know, sucked all the air out of the room and got a lot of the attention. And that's kind of, um, and that's how I see. And I was kind of stewing in the corner. And when I see Gasly just fucking smoldering in Alpha Tauri, I see myself, you know? Right. I, and I just want, 
and I'm just rooting for him to get his time in the sun. Mm-hmm. And I guess if you've ever felt like you were overlooked, not respected, stepped over, um, that primal feeling, you know, an overlooked sibling, you're going to love Gasly. And um, he drives angry and pissed off. I think if you're a millennial, you know, he is his he is he is my chemical romance. He is Fallout Boy. He's the emo driver of the grid. Yeah. Um, if you like anime, you know, Dragon Ball, he's he basically looks like an anime character. Um <laughs> so that's sort of you know, you're going down, 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 down. that's right. fucking ghastly. Um right. That's what I'll say. And cons there are no cons. I will brook no criticism. <laughs> well, I'll give some. I'll give some. No, 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 I, I guess I what I'll say. What I'll say is kind of the con for Gasly is that he does kind of. He shows. He he walks around with this fucking chip on his shoulder that sometimes it feels a little bit like he's still like in the press talking about like that you know it should be mice. It's like he's kind of droning on about it. It's kind of like it's kind of like when someone like breaks up with you. Go, he can't let things go. That's so you. You can't let things go. If you can't let things go, if you're like Larry David about slights, it's so Gasly's your boy. The amount of times that Matt will fucking, like, bring up some shit that happened in, like, sixth grade and be like, I just don't trust that person. And I was like, why? He's like, well, like, in sixth grade, like, he, he broke my phone and then he – and then and then I got in trouble for it and then, and then he lied and said that he didn't break my phone. And Matt's, like, still walking around holding that shit. That's Gasly on, in the press talking about how the Red Bull seat should be his. Yes. Yes. And if, <laughs> and if you so don't like that, fucking true. If, if you don't like that, then you don't like Gasly or me. <laughs> uh, it's a direct, because that's what happens is when you attack these drivers on TikTok, they, it's like you're attacking yeah, them because they see themselves right. in the drivers. I it's know. Crazy. That's why people, people react so violently they, when we just talk shit like about you people. Didn't go, you didn't go out to dinner with Lance Stroll. What are you worried oh about? Oh my God. <laughs> people, people on that, people on our fucking, talking about the fucking. Ocon video are like they're like well if he invited the other drivers they probably would have come and it's like <laughs> you don't fucking you don't know these people what the yeah, fuck yeah. are you talking about yeah um, um my con for him is yeah what's your con for him he feels kind of basic to me <laughs> yeah like, he yeah, feels yeah, yeah. kind of basic like <laughs> i mean if you like basic people that's that's good but like he seems kind of basic like he dyed his hair blonde like yeah he has like frosted like, tips frosted tips he, like, like he's fucking like this in sync or something and yeah he um, like he likes like all of like logan paul's instagrams <laughs> and he like but at least he has a personality like he like like he's like if you look at his instagram like the people he follows it's like oh this is a real person like he likes like a lot of regular people like, he likes the fat jewish he likes lab bible <laughs> like he's He's a genuine. Right. He's a basic. He, he's a basic bro. But if you like, look at who Lewis follows. It's all just blue checkmark right. well, people like, that you know that he's right. met. 
Whereas right, like right, right, right. Gasly's met none of the people. He's just fans of the people. He's like a yeah, regular yeah, yeah. dude. He's never like he's, hung out with Logan Paul. He just like yeah. thinks that he's cool. He just thinks Logan Paul's cool. Like, <laughs> and you know what? And you, and you know what? Logan. And you know what? For for the for the record, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I want to say another thing that that Gasly said in an interview, which is the wildest thing and the most kind of basic, not thought out thing I've ever heard. Yeah. So he was asked on a Formula One Pravda website, the F1 website. Yeah, yeah. They said, softball question. And he managed to say the wildest answer. He said, Pierre, you can invite three people to dinner, living or dead. Who do you invite? So Pierre Gasly says, Ayrton Senna, Michael Schumacher, and Barack Obama. I think they, <laughs> I think they all made a difference. What a statement from Pierre Gasly. So, you know, Barack Obama did the Iran deal, Obamacare, Paris Climate Accords, got us out of recession. But Santa in Portugal in the wet? I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, can you just imagine? But, like, think about that dinner. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, like they're talking about like those two are those three are talking about racing lines and what's Obama doing? He's just sitting there being like, "What the fuck are these guys talking about?" It's the <laughs> wackest dinner. Keep it consistent. Invite <laughs> Prost or something. In- right, invite right, right, Fangio. Right. Don't invite Obama. Your way. Like they're just. You know. I mean, the, yeah, the thing a, is, there's gonna be so much. It's like there's gonna be so much like time like just getting on to something that they can all talk about. You know what, I mean? <laughs> what is Schumacher, Senna, and Obama, and Gasly all going to be able to talk about? <laughs> Food's good. It's a good steak. I like this steak. Yeah. Uh, I would have so thought, thought that maybe given, given you know, his tendency that he would invite, have invited like fucking like Calvin Harris. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I just think he makes a difference, you know? <laughs> the fact that they all made a difference, although, you know, Trump undid a lot of this shit, but those championships are forever. Yeah, so next up we got Daniel Ricardo. And, babe, this is a complicated one because, I mean, he's played with us. And we were we were sold a bill of goods that we thought that was that was maybe not. But now all of a sudden it's like, you know, he, he, he left. He had his glow up and now he's fucking he's making eyes at us. And I'm kind of like, oh, am I back on the fucking I'm back on the Ricardo train? Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, let's let's go over the pros. Well, you know what? Let's go. Let's go over the cons first. I guess like the, yeah, the cons are that he's just like a little too fucking cheeky. He's just a little too cheeky. He's just having a little too much of a good time. And he, you know, I mean, watching season one of Drive to Survive, watching Drive to Survive, it's kind of, you're like, what the fuck? It's like this guy, he he had the promise of being great, and then he fucking fucks with you, and he's just, like, only doing it for the cameras. And he's just, like, he's just wearing too many party shirts and going on too many interviews and making too many jokes um, and it just kind of fucking like grinded, grinds my fucking gears for a long time. But you know what? This it's it's interesting because this season has really fucked with him, and and it goes yes. back to what we've we've said many times, which is that like, it's like, I think maybe for everyone, it's 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 on some level a universal thing. You want to watch someone like go through the shit and then come out on the other side. Mm-hmm. And this year on McLaren, he's been going through the shit. He's been having a shit shit time. And it wiped that little pretty smile off of his face. 
And the last two weeks, we've seen him fucking come back and not fucking only mean mug for the cameras and put in some fucking great laps and some great times. And he won a race. He got in fourth last week. And it's fucking it's 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 good to have him back. Yeah. Well, um, he never actually. Have, if you listen to him speak, he uh, after the race, he said he actually never left. He just yeah, he never left. Off. Yeah, yeah, he said he never left. But he was like, even that was like a little bit annoying. It was like, okay, well. Well, I think like, he 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 he's his. It's so weird. He he seems so natural and fun loving, and then he realized that was his appeal. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, how can I be more natural and more fun loving and more charming and more funny? And now it's this pushed thing. That we don't right, like. and he's also stopped winning all the time. So right, then you just become the funny guy. He's like, I'm the funny guy. I'm the funny, but the it's it's like we've said this before, which is being the funny guy in F1 is 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 easy. Yeah, it's 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 when you're surrounded by fucking when you're surrounded by the Kimi Raikkonen's of the world. It's yeah, like you can crack a single joke and everyone's like, because <laughs> you can cut the tension with a knife. You can cut the tension. It's like tension. Comedy is is built off of tension. You have to. You have to. You. It's re, it's tension relief. And there's so much tension in Formula One that him asking Lando if he has pubes is going to be gonna... like everyone's like he's crazy. <laughs> this guy. This guy's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I mean, we love him. It's like, the reason why people so, like him is because he's hot. Let's be honest. He's got a we, great we love nose. Him. We love him because he's fucking. He's a hottie. He's got a fucking gorgeous schnoz. Mm-hmm. He is approachable and funny and like he's someone that you can actually like. Yeah, it's like for a long time, it's like kind of like he's the one taking the piss out of the thing, and the thing is, and 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 Formula One is is so tense that you're kind of like, oh, finally someone's doing it. But then that became that became the shtick. It's 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 not dissimilar from like how Haas is now you know Mad TV and they're just doing <laughs> sketch comedy and doing shtick. That it's kind of like well, it's too much of that thing. You can't you you have to have the the actual foundation of the, right. of the killer driver right. to then play off of. Right. But then he 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 got lost in the character, but now he's found his way back <laughs> because he actually he's like any great him. actor like Nicholson or Walken or they just become yeah <laughs> caricatures of themselves right um but uh yeah so we love Ricardo you know if you like the fun loving guy the charming guy the Australian guy yeah you're gonna love Ricardo um next up is Leclerc. Mm-hmm. Um, he is basically F one. Him and Science basically are F one's One Direction. <laughs> They're just the hotties. They're yeah, just yeah. the beautiful, talented hotties. They're the fucking hotties. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those two boys are fucking making me question my fucking sexuality. Right. Right. Um, if you, I mean, if you're just an esthete, I think is the word. If you're just into aesthetics, you just uh-huh. want your life, things to be pretty. You don't care about personality. You don't care about wounds. You don't care right. about. You're just like, give me the prettiest. Give me like, you just want to date the hottest girl or the hottest guy. Yes. Like, and personality is just way secondary to you. Like you don't even read the profile in the hinge. You just look it's- at the picture. You don't even read it. You just look at the picture and then and decide based on the picture. Leclerc yeah. is your fucking boy. I'm not even saying that he has a bad personality. I'm not even saying that. 
Right. But 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 his his the way he looks is so overpowering to everything else that it, it's all <laughs> just tertiary. Yeah. Um, Jenny said, uh, Aunt Jenny said, I I have never seen someone so attractive in my life. And you're telling me he's actually from Monaco and speaks French, Italian, and English? Okay, plus he has this cinematic like the cinematic origin story about Jules, his godfather, who always wanted to drive for Ferrari and sadly died in a crash. So Charles has been laser focused on driving for Ferrari for Jules and uphold his legacy. I might start crying thinking about this. Also, days after his father died, Charles raced in Baku in F2. Yeah, and he won won that race. And he He won won the race. race. Also, I don't understand how someone that handsome... Oh, this is a good point. Also, I don't understand how someone that handsome... Like, he's not just hot. He is Disney Prince handsome. Also seems Mm -hmm. very down-earth and nice. I've seen plenty of the Twitch crew's content, and he's also just comes off as a dweeby gamer. It's as if he was kept in a basement his entire life and only recently emerged not understanding the significance of how good he looks. He's also a fantastic driver. So I want to dig into this. Yeah. He is the most handsome guy, just like straight up how he looks. But he doesn't come off like I, he's not the number one. He's not even the number five guy I would feel like least comfortable leaving my girlfriend with. Uh-huh. He's so unthreatening. He Right. In terms of his sexual he doesn't have like he doesn't seem like he fucks. Like he seems yeah. like nerdy. <laughs> and by the way, before we really dig into the con side of this, this is all uh-huh. dependent on us not being because we might be able to meet him at some point, in which case we're gonna have to delete this and then kill everyone who <laughs> listened to it somehow. So that's right. Because we are because I'm two degrees separated from Charles and Brian's one degree separated. So that's right. But I don't think it's I don't think it's happening soon because because I don't think I don't think it's happening. I don't think it's happening at this year at fucking Austin. But what I will say, you know what's interesting? You know what I was just thinking about? Have you seen that? Have you seen um? <laughs> you've seen the movie. What's the 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 interview the James Franco where they go yes. to in, interview yeah yeah so in that it's like James Franco James Franco plays this like like e news like he owes like an e news talk show right. and like he, they they show him in the the different things and then <laughs> it's just like ridiculous heightened thing of each celebrity and he goes and next up we have jo- Joseph Gordon Levitt playing with puppies and it's just <laughs> Joseph Gordon Levitt in a in a puppy pen and they're all just like licking him like that's Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc is just like the the image of him the, the matrix image of him in like every like you know teen girl's head is him just like playing with puppies being like aren't i just like the absolute sweetest boy you've ever seen in your entire life like that's his energy that's he's so hot and he's so safe right he's there's not a hint of danger there no but you know where there is danger on the fucking track because he (laughs) (laughs) he saves all of his danger for the fucking straights yes yes (laughs) for the fucking Um, for for fast corners late breaking and fucking straightaways so it's he's on the he's considered like one of the top he's like they say he's verstappen with a shitty car basically and it's the experts say it's him, it's Russell, and now Norris has gotten his nose in there big time. Big time. But he's made a lot of mistakes. He crashes a lot. He is high risk, high reward. 
if you don't want like stress in your life, I would not like he he puts it on pole in Monaco, but then he crashes and he can't even finish. Like there's right. a lot of highs and lows. While dating him might be very pleasant and even healed, the the relationship of being a fan of his will be very tumultuous. Right, right. Very right. up and down. Um, which brings us to the most stable pair of hands on the grid. <laughs> who looks like he might be a dangerous boyfriend, like a little bit yes. of danger. Like I wouldn't want to leave him alone with my girlfriend. Definitely but not. as a driver, very safe pair of hands. Very true. Carlos Silence. C- Carlos Sainz. Yeah, we got uh, Carlos Sainz Jr. Yeah, let's 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 talk about some fucking pros. Pro pro number one, fucking gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> pro number one, pro number two, fucking schnoz. Huge nose. Fucking huge nose. Not bent um, like I like it, but, you know, beggars can't be choosers on this fucking yeah, 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 Aryan you know, grid. That's right, yeah. You know, with fucking George Russell's on the fucking grid, you, you, have, to, you have to take the Carlos Sciences where you can get them. Yes. Um, yeah, those are really my only two those, – those, those are the two biggest pros for me. No, I mean, I, I – He has I, a beautiful I, I relationship fucking, with his father. He does have a beautiful relationship with his father. He's someone who like you wanna you kinda wanna hate him because he's because he's like comes from this racing background and because he seems to have had like a fucking like a silver spoon and he's been he's been handed certain things and it's it's kind of all been there. But then like he has this fucking great relationship with his dad, it seems like, and his dad seems to be such a fucking like legend. He also seems it's also nice that his dad was a rally car driver and not a Formula One car yeah. driver. Because it's kinda it's just it's just once removed enough that it feels like, oh, I'm actually watching something new happening. I'm actually yeah. watching like a um, an extension of like an already like ex- it's like a, it's a, a legacy that already exists in this space and now it's like expanding to this like fuller space as opposed to someone who's like you know it's like you're all it's like for Mick Schumacher it's just like well you're never gonna be able to you know get out of that shadow it's like your dad your dad's the is the fucking goat I mean it's just yeah. like you're not gonna win seven championships. Mm-hmm. you know if it's just like it's it's just so not gonna happen but with with science you kind of have this sense of like history of like i'm actually watching some it's something really honestly i feel like it's something fun to root for of like the science legacy the whole family i'm rooting for the whole family when i root yep. for him yeah um he he also seems like he's very reliable he doesn't he makes mistakes in like free practice it seems but then he tightens it the fuck up in the race um, yeah, he seems like so Ferrari are notoriously bad strategists, but he seems to be <laughs> on it always with the strategy and telling them what to do and has a good head on his shoulder. Seems smart. Um, but the cons are he kind of. Despite being really hot, I mean, he's kind of doesn't have the I mean, he did fun stuff. He had a fun bromance with Lando Norris. And in that way, I think he might be kind of insidious. And mm-hmm. got in Lando's head, right? And to to beat his ass, but I mean, he's just kind of boring. Doesn't seem very interesting. Um, yeah, he's a bit. Of, he's a bit of a wet blanket. He's a little yeah. bit of like he has these like vlogs. He does like vlogs, which are just like they're fucking boring. I mean, they're just like <laughs> brutal to, to sit through. You're just like kind of like come. He's like come watch me like on my day. And you just kind of like – he tries to be charming. He tries to like break the ice, but it's just like a little bit – it just kind of falls flat he's a little, a little bit. He's a little stiff. He's a little stiff. He's a little stiff, which I think is like ultimately like there's a – you know. Yeah, he doesn't really 
he's been sheltered. I think there's an element of that, which is just like, you're kind of like, you've been a little bit sheltered. You think that this is cool. You think that this is cool. And it's like, you, you're so much cool. You're, you're actually so cool that like you doing a vlog is like not the medium with which like your coolness is going to fly. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a lame medium to, it would be like if he had a podcast. <laughs> It'd be like if you had a Formula One podcast. Yeah. Uh, Fucking it's like, lame. Dude, you, you don't need it. Um, so <laughs> next up is, oh, shit. Oh, we should shit. Just, we should just skip it. The next one is uh, Sergio <laughs> Perez. So let's start yeah. Let's start with the nice things. Yes. Um, seems like a pleasant guy. Seems like a nice, pleasant guy. Sweetheart. Sweet dad. Dad vibes. He's like he's a Formula One driver, but he still has a double chin, which we, you know, I don't know how I don't know how physically it's possible to yeah, weigh a hundred pounds. To have to 0% weigh literally body fat. Zero percent body fat, weigh truly eighty-five pounds, and have a double chin. I mean, <laughs> how does he fucking do it? <laughs> uh he looks a lot like Tom Cruise with a double chin, who's my one of my favorite actors. Um mm-hmm. great front left tire mate. If you like great tire maintenance, if that's what <laughs> excites you, if, if if what gets you up in the morning is like, oh, that tire maintenance. Hold on. Brian's just yawning at my take. Uh, <laughs> uh, that Sergio Perez is a guy from you. He's also from Mexico. He's the only driver from Mexico. And, you know, <laughs> Stroll and Latifi are them. So if you're from North America and you want to, like, rep someone from that hemisphere – Right. Perez is the best guy you're going to get. Right. Uh, I mean, it's interesting because it's like, we're going to talk about some of our cons for Perez, but it's just like, I don't really know exactly. It's like, let our cons for Perez are really that like, he's just, he's in a cursed seat and he's in like a kind of like fucked position. And he just kind of like, and we made a video about him and everyone fucking was fucking everyone's saying that we're stupid for saying that he fucking like isn't rising to the occasion of, of being in the best car and that he's like not fucking like handling his shit this year. He's kind of all over the place. Yeah. Right? He, I mean those yeah. are our cons, right? Our cons are that he's not de- he's not delivering. He's not delivering. And, and people like he's a fine driver, it seems. He's fine. Yes. But and I think that really pisses people off right why does it piss you off that like the guy he's objectively just fun right so i don't know what to say like i don't know what to tell you he, he's losing badly to max verstappen and he's right. losing to botas and he's in the, and he's been qualifying poorly and he crashes and he he gets dumb penalties. He, he does he does the same mistakes multiple times. He cuts corners. He he bumps people off the track in the same race, like like Leclerc. He bumped Leclerc twice off the track in uh, I think it was Hungary or yeah. or Austria, one of those. And so uh, I mean, he's just yeah, he it was just, in Austria. It was in Austria. Yeah, he he like but he, and he's been in and he's been racing in Formula One for ten years. So it's like a little bit like yeah, like these the, you know if you're still making these mistakes, it's kind of. What's your excuse if you're making these are they seem like early year mistakes or the mistakes that he's making? Well, and it's you know it is a, I think the seat is not I don't I don't like to call it cursed because that lets Christian and that culture off the hook. Right. I, I think you know how they've gone through a lot of good drivers. Ricardo ran for the hills. Gasly, Albon. I mean they just they just tear through these guys. Fiat. 
they have this driver program and it's just it's just one after the other so right they toss it out they toss out their fucking driver program for Perez yeah and he's been doing and you know and he's been doing the best of you know of all of them so far I mean they, he's get he's getting that second year so on some on some level he's he's broken it but he's just like he's not a I, it's interesting because it's just like we, we we compare him a lot to Botas and I guess it's just like when you compare him to Botas to me it's like a no-brainer as to yeah. who is going to be your fucking guy because yeah. Botas there's just so much more there to fucking like latch onto but I think Perez does have you know, he's got this huge following, partly because he's the only Mexican driver. So, like, the Mexican fans fucking love him. And he, you know, he's he's been, you know, in Formula 1 for a long time. And so he's finally getting his shot. But I, as, as I see it, I mean, it's like, and we're newer fans. But it's just like, he's getting his shot. And he's not fucking, like, he's not slam dunking the shot. Yeah. He's not yeah. hitting the shot. He's, you know, he's bricking the shot right now. Well, and he's getting um, one not, more. He's, he's not airballing it. He's, he's hitting rim. He's hitting rim, but it's not. There's. He's only had, like, one swoosh. And even that one you know, swoosh. No, the one swoosh in Baku. Wasn't even was a swoosh. Lewis hit the fucking magic right. button. Yeah, yeah. So, it's like he wouldn't have won that race. It's like, and Max, and Max's fucking wheel blew out. So it's like even his one, like, kind of like. But then in Baku, it's like, well, these two things that are completely by chance and would not would not happen like nine times out of ten happened and that's what got him that win all right so next up is number four is norris um we got lando fucking norris and let me you know it's it's interesting because it's like we've talked about our guys and for some reason lando has just like become my guy and i just fucking love me some fucking lando norris and I don't – we've talked about it a little bit, but I think it's like, what do I like about Lando? I like well, what do that you see? What do you see of yourself in Lando? I think I see, like, <laughs> raw talent. I see raw <laughs> talent in Lando. <laughs> wow. And you know what else he sees? He sees arrogance. That's the other thing. I do see, and and you know what? It's like I am a fuck. I have some fucking arrogance in me, and I and it's like as when I showcased by his previous statement. (laughs) It's like you know what I see when I see Sweet Baby Lando. It's like you know, it's like I'm you know, it's like for for those of you don't know, um, which is actually nice that people kind of don't know, but I'm an I'm an actor, and I am currently filming a. A television show. I'm a series regular on a television show on on Epics called Bridge and Tunnel. We're shooting our second season. That's why I'm in a hotel room on our TikToks. But you know, it's like I went to like in high school. Like I was the fucking like I I went to a theater camp. I was like immediately just got like all the leads in all the musicals. I was just like I was the kid. I was the fresh fucking kid on the block, and I got in there and I was just like. I was. Everyone was just like, "Here you go, sir. Like, here's here's your like. You're amazing. Everyone's just like, you're amazing to me." And then I went to then I went to Carnegie Mellon, which is like the best, other than Juilliard, is like the best acting program in the country. I did a national tour when I was like 18 years old, and I was like, I, I think I just like I saw that I was like, I'm gonna have this like. I was like, okay, like I've crushed every level of like. In institutionalized being an act, like in institutions being an actor, it's just been like, okay, like I've crushed it. And then I graduated and I moved to Los Angeles, and the real world took a shit on my face. And okay, but that's but just... that's where, but that, but then, but that hasn't happened to Lando. Okay, but I think I, I, when I see Lando, I'm kind of like, I, I part of me is like, I'm living vicariously through him 
because uh-huh. it feels like on some level it's like that would have been me if like a couple <laughs> things had gone differently you know what i mean it was just like he just kind of just like he just hit the ground fucking running he was like i think that on some level like when i graduated from from college like, i wasn't ready to be like a professional it took me like seven years of like grinding and and doing parts here and there and fucking like getting dropped by my agents and having to get new agents and it's been like a fucking it's been a fucking grind for these past mm-hmm. seven years and like i got my biggest job during the pandemic and all of a sudden now i'm in like a new place in my career i don't have to have a side job it's like all of a sudden and now and now i'm ready to throw all that away to become a full-time f1 podcaster (laughs) (laughs) but when i see lando there's something about lando that kind of it feels like i don't know i i think i i I get this it's like fantasy time for me it's like fantasy time for like it's like if you never had adversity yes you just were just could be a douche for the rest of your life but I think it's like that's why I think last week was so it, it was also like another like was important last for week, me. In case you didn't know, is he he was a he he disobeyed his team's instruction. He was in fir- first place and he didn't want to and it started raining. Right. He didn't want to put on the the wet tires. And and you lost. know how I feel. You know how I feel right now. It's kind of like how I feel is that like I know that like shit's coming for him. It's kind of like right now he has this like, this is just, everything's great. Like nothing's gone wrong ever. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And and I think like wise adult Brian is like, no, no, no. Like shit's going to come for you. Like you're going to have some shit. And I feel like I'm like ready. I'm like waiting with open arms to be like, it's okay, sweet baby Lando. Like (laughs) big, big brother Brian's gotcha. Uh And like, don't let it get you down too much because um you know it's like it's okay like you are you were a little bit you were kind of a dick as i was like i i was kind of a dick i needed to get shit on and i needed to have like you know a seven-year period of just like kind of like what the fuck am i doing with my life just like scraping by when it came to my career that i just feel like there's a level of um i'm i'm excited to watch Lando's right now he's 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 been on this like he's been on this ride but I'm like there's gonna be some downs and I'm ready to ride that roller coaster with you my my boy okay so there you go that's uh unpacking, <laughs> and so that's why you yeah that, that's unpacking Brian's 20s part one <laughs> that's sure. those were my 20s uh, yeah my 20s so... were hard were a harsh <laughs> rude awakening that hey 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 guess what booby um <laughs> your life in school is not your life outside of school yeah, so um, he's a great talent. He is like arguably he's taking like Charles Leclerc's spot probably for like baby goat. Um, uh-huh. If you're a Gen, if you're Gen Z, I mean, you have to root for him. He's he's um, he's basically he's the Lewis Hamilton of the internet, like in F one. <laughs> like he's number right. one on the grid in that way. Um, if if I were to ascribe a musician to him it would be billy eilish because he's just the <laughs> pros and cons like all like talented but they're both like just gen z just they represent that whole generation for their field right and um he's very yeah but he has spoiled brat vibes he has arrogant vibes hopefully this was a humbling experience i remember when they they did the, the test that Vettel nailed. They were like quizzing yeah. on championship drivers. He's like, I don't care about those old fucks. <laughs> you know, he had that yeah, whole yeah. vibe for it. But if yeah, you're into yeah, that, yeah. if you're into that, like I'm young, fuck, 
okay boomer vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Lando he has is your such guy. okay boomer energy. Has, everybody that's over the age of 26 is a boomer to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he doesn't give a fuck what they say. Science so he, is the oldest person that he thinks is cool. Science is and it's pushing. <laughs> science is pushing. And it's pushing it. it. Yeah. Um, um next, do you have anything you want to say more about Norris? Um no, I just think but like I just also it's like I just he's so fucking good and yeah. watching him, he's it's just like he's my favorite person to watch drive just in terms of his like actual like the actually watching his moves and his drives like like there's he's my favorite person to watch drive he's 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 my fave well he's arrogant and he can back it up yes. so he could back it up next up is um botas now if suffering is your kink you know i don't know if, you, if liking him makes you a sub or a dom like if watching him you're like yeah bitch take it or like you're a sub and you you were like a long suffering person then you must really like him um <laughs> i wrote down his artist is uh britney sears but like the current era era where he's stuck in a concert <laughs> where she's stuck in a conservatorship <laughs> that's right uh you know he he was a talented driver he 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 was a shining star um, and then he went to Mercedes and now he's just kind of this bottom. He's this beta. He's this gimp for Toto. And, um, and he's not as good as Lewis Hamilton, but you know, nobody is. And that's right. been his fate. And the con is, you know, I wouldn't root for Botas if you like have enough sadness in your life and you don't need that <laughs> shit. Like, you know, only, yeah. only vote, only root for Botas if you have a fucking easy life. And you well, just need something to be upset about. Yeah, but it's also if he's if there's something about him that it does feel like it's like rooting for the Mets because it's like it's masochism to root for him, right? It's it, like it is, and it's like if, as like a Mets and Jets fan, it's like I understand why you root for Botas because it's like rooting for rooting for Hamilton. It's like that's rooting for the Yankees. Yeah, rooting for right. rooting for Botas. It's like it's that's rooting for the Mets. It's like they're they're you're in the same town. You're both living in Mercedes. In, in, in Mercedesville, but like you're rooting for the other guys. You're rooting for the guys that like don't fucking win the shit and like and and it's easy to root for it's easy to root for Hamilton. It's, it's easy like how, to root like, for Beyonce. It's hard it's like, to root it's hard to root for Britney after <laughs> she shaves her head. Right. right you know, right. And, and you want like it's hard. It's just hard. Well, it's like how it's like how uh, our friend Billy Green used to say, like, because he he rooted for Old Dominion, which is a shitty D one school, and then people would give him shit about rooting for Old Dominion, and he'd be like, "Oh, well, who do you root for?" And they'd be like, "Duke," and he'd be like, "Well, that must be easy." Right. He was like, he was like, "Oh, that must be so hard to root for Duke. Right. It must be so hard to root for UNC." He's like, "I have to do something hard, which is root for Old Dominion. I have to do something rooting for Botas is difficult. It's hard." Because it's fucking it, it's it's a it's a painful experience, and you're a real fucking fan. And as a New Yorker who roots for shitty teams my entire life, I understand. It's it's very appealing to me to root for someone like Botas. Yeah, you want him to come out the other side. Um, yeah. Jesus. Uh, what? It's like we've been doing this for so long, and the next know, one is Verstappen, and it's just I oh, know. <laughs> okay, so, so now okay, so let's okay, so. We've done fucking, we've done the whole fucking grid. And now we have our final 
two and we're exhausted but we're gonna fucking bring the heat because we got our our fucking two our two poppies of this year we got max verstappen and lewis hamilton and because max verstappen is currently in second place we're starting with him so max verstappen let's start with the pros he's an incredible driver yeah and he's a i mean you like lando is your favorite driver to watch he is my favorite driver to watch. He gives zero fuck. He takes no quarter. Every time he tries anything, I I have this fear that it's going to end in in glory. It's either going to end in glory or a fucking huge crash. Yeah. Because of experience. <laughs> I haven't been watching for a long time, but that's just sort of the vibe. Like he's either going right. to get it or we're going to crash. And yeah. it's just it's it's like because here's the thing is, you know, in when you watch like regular TV shows, like normal TV shows, like on mm-hmm. networks, on regular networks, you're kind of, you like, you know, in CSI or, or uh, SVU, you know, the main characters are not going to die. Right? Right, right. right. But then, you know, then Game of Thrones came around and you're like, anybody can get it at any time. Right. Anybody can get killed. Main character doesn't matter. And that's the feeling with Max. Like anybody could die. He, you know, at any given moment, it's tense yeah. all the time. He, he might not make it to the end. You might right. not make it to the end if, 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 if by you meaning your favorite driver. So yeah. he is a fucking killer and he just adds a level of tension yeah. that isn't there without him. Um, well, yeah, it's like, it's like, thank, it's on some level. It's like, thank God for Max Verstappen, because if, if it wasn't for Max Verstappen, we just have... Lewis Hamilton would just be winning every single race and there would be nothing to root for this year. There would just be nothing to fucking watch without a Max Verstappen. He is that he is that bitch. He is fucking that fucking bitch. And I and I will say I'd be remiss if we didn't if 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 all of a sudden this week there's not a whole new thing to talk about when it comes to rooting and loving Max Verstappen, which is this oh, photo that, that was that might have been photoshopped. Well, I, I don't give a fuck if it <laughs> I know I saw that too. It was like if it was photoshopped, like bravo to you sir but there was this photo that's been circulating the internet of max verstappen at a gas station in poland is what it says (laughs) filling up his fucking his fucking car as he's in a suit and that's just like he's at the end of a long night and he's got a cigarette hanging out of his mouth um which i don't think that he would do because it's like filling up your it's like that's so dangerous (laughs) it's so smoking a cigarette by a gas station no by a gas well well fucking pumping up pumping gas into your car but that that picture is fucking legendary but he definitely it definitely because he was in a honda like it made like it was him but they definitely added the cigarette um oh is that is is that is that what the photoshop was they i think they added the cigarette um but still legendary it's still legendary and i think the thing about max is here's here's one of the main themes for us for us if you like like if you don't like dicks then you're not gonna like him right but if you'd rather have a dick than a fake nice person then (laughs) like you know where you're at with him like he's not p he doesn't give a shit about pr he doesn't give a shit about his image, he just fucking says what he thinks, and he does what he wants, and he and he's just this alpha male like, I want my corners gangster. Yeah, he's and a fucking savage. He's, he's psycho. a savage, and and he and and if you like that, if you like, there if that turns you off, 
then he's not for you. But I think you got to at least appreciate the honesty of it. Like the right. savage honesty. Like you're not, there's no, there's no spin with him except when right. it's the wheel, the spin on Lewis's head when he fucking <laughs> mounts him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, it's true. There's, there's no, there, it's like we, I talked about it early in the episode. It's just like when someone, it's the opposite of what I, it's like of what I don't like about, about Ocon. It's like Ocon kind of like wants to like be a dick, but then also wants to like get the pity points. Like Matt doesn't care about you not liking him. It feels like. He doesn't care if nobody came or nobody right. rooted for him. Like right. he says, I appreciate the orange army, but they're incidental to him. Right. I, I think that he's, yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, and it's so interesting. And this sport is really like, it keys into human psychology in such an interesting way because like Ocon had all this motivation to get there for like financial reasons to, mm-hmm. to, 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 to right. free the burden, right. The financial burden from his parents. And he's kind of done that. And he's, and even yeah. by his own admission, he doesn't feel the same pressure. Like Max has no financial pressure. Right. He, it's all like talk about daddy issues. Like he's yeah, if you're into yeah. somebody who's like, trying to right the wrongs of their father. You know what I mean? <laughs> trying yes. to like accomplish something that their father never could. And his yeah. father had a good F1 career, but he didn't have right. a great one. So yeah, his like, father was Botas. His father was basically Botas. So it's just like, it, it, you can create wounds and chips out of anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that Max has a bigger fucking drive and chip on his shoulder than Ocon, who beat, like... Because that's the thing is Ocon beat him in F3. Right. Like, because Ocon had the drive to get to F1. Right. But Mac, but somehow that primal thing, like daddy never won a world championship is more <laughs> powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Than yeah, yeah. like, I came from nothing. Right. And I'm right. Poor. Like, right. Like, thinking about like the motivational sauce. Yes. Because in your head, daddy like, oh, never cool. won a world championship. It's like that's the thing that fucking like is repeating in his head. He's like, daddy never won a world championship, uh, and Maxi fucking will. Yes, and his dad, and and just oh, and, he, and the other thing is, is, and the other thing is, here's the other thing: is Ocon had like loving, supportive parents. Yeah, <laughs> so he might not need it as much. Right, he doesn't like, need it as emotionally, much. whereas. Like, Max's dad admitted that he left him at a fucking gas station when he made a mistake in a carding. <laughs> yeah. Like, that wasn't, like, some journalist figured that out. He just admitted it. Max was... Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. So... Yeah, he's like, I did that shit. So, there's an interesting... And we get to benefit... But it's like, the thing is, it's like, as fans, it's like, we get to benefit from that because what we get to see is this guy who's, like, unfucking believable on the track. He's so fucking good. But we'll see like, if his take no prisoners attitude is going to actually – it's going to win him races, but let's see if it wins him the whole shebang. Right? We'll right, see. Right, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so we love Max Verstappen, um, but not everybody does because he's not nice, and you better be nice. Be, don't yeah. be a bully. Kill yourselves. That's basically the vibe <laughs> of people online. Don't be a bully. Don't be a bully. Kill yourselves. Um, <laughs> 100%. Uh, so, last, now we're, but yeah. definitely we, not least, um, yes. Sir Lewis Hamilton. That's right, Sir Lewis Hamilton. So, I want to start this one off by saying yeah. 
Brian, you know the movie Hustlers, right? Yes. Lewis Hamilton reminds me of the movie Hustlers. And okay. because I started watching the movie Hustlers, and I was like, okay, what is this movie? Why am I... Okay, it's Constance Wu. She's a stripper. Oh, there's Julia Stiles. Okay. They're getting into some scam, I guess? Uh, okay, like... All right, I'm watching, and I'm just not getting it. And then Jennifer Lopez steps on the stage. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God. And the whole movie clicks in. Its, and I'm like, this woman is a fucking star. And she elevates the whole fucking movie. She just puts the whole movie on her back. Mm-hmm. And she just brings a gravitas and a star quality. And... When she's doing the thing on the stripper pole and she's wearing her mink and she's just being fucking J-Lo. I'm like, this movie was like floating away to me. Right. And then she just fucking just seized my attention and brought a fabulousness to it. I mean, how many movies is Denzel in that would just go straight to DVD if you replace him (laughs) with just a with a good actor? Right, you know I mean? right, right, and I think that's kind of that. And F one knows that they they, they have mm. that in him. Mm-hmm. That he brings a star quality, a fabulousness. Yes. Yeah, a je ne sais quoi, J Lo, Denzel, just like Lady Cristiano Gaga. Ronaldo. I mean, like he's that guy. He's like it's Cristiano Ronaldo, it's Tiger Woods, it's LeBron James. It's it's the people that are But he's the... more fabulous. He's brings like he's got like Elton John like like right, just right. fabulousness. But yes, he he has this star quality. He's more than just the best. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like think about where F1 would be if, if it was like Kimi Raikkonen winning 7 and not talking to anybody and not, right. not giving, just fucking winning and going home and drinking to death, drinking right. himself to right. death. Right. Like right. F1 right. would be in a rougher spot. So he he the pros of him other than he's a fantastic driver is that he and that he, you know, brings obviously a diversity and you know F1 says we race together. Him and Vettel like actually do do the work and right. and push for diversity, push for climate activism. Actually, you know, don't just pay lip service to them. Um, the pros of him is that he actually is a star and has right. the charisma and the, the fat and, and just F1 would be way less fun and fabulous without him. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely like, he is, he, he, he is he is that bitch like he is that fucking like he's that fucking guy i mean like he you 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 fucking hit the nail on the head he's he he backs it up he's he's the best driver on the fucking grid arguably he has been for a very long time he has been since the beginning of his career he bursts onto the scene out the fucking gate fucking crushing it he comes from the background that he does he, he comes from nothing he comes from he he, uh, he comes from very humble background. That's just he's, one of the things about him, though. He's a he's, one of the things about multitudes. Him. Exactly. <laughs> he's, he's. I mean, it is like it is fucking crazy that he's like there are no black drivers in Formula One. I mean, it's just like he's the only like he's the one, and he's the fucking and he's the man. And he's, he's the, the fucking guy. Like he's Tiger the Woods. guy. It's like Tiger Woods, and it's like Tiger Woods without the like. You know the the, you know 
the fall from grace that Tiger had. Also, the, the... Tiger, Tiger, Tiger was cool because he showed a lot of emotion, a lot of fire. Like that, mm-hmm. that was what was cool about him. But Tiger was kind of a nerd. Tiger right, well, so kind is, of a nerd. So is yeah, I, yeah, I understand what you're saying. So, but like, uh, it's interesting because it's like so kind of is Lewis. Lewis, Lewis? is kind of. Lewis is. He's. He's. There's an element. I, but it's interesting because like he. There's. I think there's like there's Lewis the person. And there's Lewis like the brand. There's Lewis the like. Uh, you know. There's Lewis Sir Lewis Hamilton. I think like there is an element that like it is. I think someone that he's. It's something that he's created. He's created this image for himself. And that goes into the cons. I think. I think that does go into the cons because it's like the cons are that he's like a little bit like. He's tough to grasp onto. It's like who who's in there? Who's like who's you know? Who are you, man? It's like a little bit like he's, he's inscrutable. So, yeah, he's so conscious of like you know the position that he holds and how famous he is and what it what what he means for the sport, what he means for like just representation for people seeing him excel and succeed in in this in this position he's so fucking i mean he's so much more famous than every other driver it's like no one knows any fucking formula one drivers except him like the for the common man like he's the one that people know Mm -hmm. and it comes with it a huge degree of pressure and he's it's just you're very aware of that when he's you know giving interviews and doing all this stuff it's not to the point where yeah, he's not natural, and it feels a little bit. Sometimes it can just feel a little bit like, ah, like you know, scripted. Yeah, he's it's like a scripted. Politician. You, yeah, you can, exactly, and you can't like hold on to that. But you can't grasp on. You you you're trying to like you know, leech onto him. Like, okay, and you're trying to find your entry point, and it, sometimes it can be a little bit tough to find that with him. Yeah, uh, that's and then also the, I think only, I think yeah yeah. Then the other the other reason why it's like it's like in the beginning it's interesting because like in the beginning of the season it was kind of like well he's just fucking keeps winning and it's boring yeah. and he keeps winning. Yeah. So like the the cons of him is that like fuck man like it's like you've already done it you're the fucking goat can like can we make this interesting again? It's like and Superman this year, the kryptonite, right? And it's interesting because it's like as as newer fans, you know we we've only really known the the him dominating era and this year was a has been a, a very fun you know relearning why i am rooting for him it's like okay it's fun to root for him because it's like as they keep jockeying back and forth in the beginning of the season i was like just please like anyone but hamilton just like just fucking can someone else win for once and now i'm like if hamilton wins this year i'll be fucking thrilled it'll be it'll be fucking amazing if he wins because he had to work for it and honestly like to to me this year if he wins it's a huge like this was Max's season to lose, honestly. That's how it feels to me. It's kind of like this is Max's season, and if Lewis winds up winning, it'll be it'll be really. I know that it's not an, under, but it's like to me, it's an underdog. Yeah, if he wins, the, it's it's the underdog winning this year. But the stars have really not been aligning for Max with Silverstone and the Baku tire blowout, and he's had yeah, I know, I know, but still, it's like and... the car is the car is the car, and he's in in the in Mercedes hasn't dominated. Races like Red Bull and Max have dominated races. Yeah. So, and Lewis has been making more mistakes. He's been he's been showing himself to be more human. Um, yeah, it's interesting. He he did that thing about like how Max must be feeling the pressure, but it seems like this year Lewis feeling is feeling the pressure. the pressure because he's, he's the one who keeps fucking like making kind of like silly errors. Well, because I feel like he wants to get this eighth and just get the fuck out, so yeah. he can like go on with his life. Um, right. Because he has a. Unlike Max, who has this singular focus, 
Like, if you like your guys, if you like your people that if you want a guy that's just like laser focused who doesn't care about anything else just singular who's dedicated like uh, max is your guy but lewis is the opposite lewis is lewis is a a master of all trades yeah <laughs> he's not a jack of all right. trades he's a master of all trades he's yeah, yeah fashion yeah. icon race car driver civil rights activist planet yeah. activist he did a song with Christina Aguilera. I mean, yeah, love it when you lay the pipe down, pipe down, pipe down. <laughs> and he sounded way too good. He did, yeah. Yeah, so if you want to just have, if you want to just appreciate greatness, because like, it's right. easy to say, oh, you like Lewis Hamilton, you're a front runner, you're a basic, you're, you like, that's right. like your favorite band being the Beatles. Yeah. But it's like it's the same reason why I vote. I uh, I rooted for I root for LeBron because it's just like I want there to be greatness in my lifetime. I don't want right, right, right. I don't want the best to be like before I was born. What fun is right. I want to watch the I want to be lucky enough to have Lewis Hamilton in yeah. my life. You know, totally. But I think it's interesting. It's like for me this year, I've, and I know I've just said this, but beforehand I was kind of like I was. I was not a huge LeBron fan until he came back, won with Cleveland, and now mm. I'm like full on like back on LeBron. It's like you need I need as a as a long suffering Mets and Jets fan, I need the like I need the dip. I need yeah. the dip. And this year has been enough of a dip that I'm like back on the fucking Lewis train. Yeah. And and yeah, I'm I'm fucking rooting for him, and I'm also you know I'm rooting for I'm rooting for Max too, but I, but honestly now at this point I think I'm I think I am kind of rooting for Lewis a little bit more. Mm. If I'm honest with myself, I'm rooting for Max because I just think I, I I'm scared if they don't win. They mortgage <laughs> their, they mortgage their they wish away their sons and their daughters for they they, they pushed all their chips into yeah, the table yeah, yeah. for this year, right? And I just. I just need Max to win, and then I can just stop stressing about it so much. Because <laughs> uh, I literally stress about, like, he must be going insane. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's that's that was. I that's it. That's it. That was. That's our that's our fucking pod, baby. We're yeah. so we're releasing. This is the this was part two, but <clears throat> we've been fucking podcasting for two plus are we fucking joe rogan yeah because this is a long this was a fucking long one and i have to be up at tomorrow at 8 a.m so it's time for this little fucking jew boy to go to bed and uh thank you all for listening um please if you're not subscribed to the podcast please subscribe on if you're listening on spotify please subscribe there and if you're listening on apple Podcasts, there follow us on tiktok at the red flags pod also instagram and if you're listening to the pod and you're enjoying it post about it on social media get the word out tell and, your um, friends tell your friends all the other f1 podcasts are fucking boring and ours isn't um and we love you all so much be well Later, Vankas. Later, Vankas.